Broadcasting from another dimension, deep within the Goshrimp National Forest, sending you secrets from the future directly into your motherfucking mind. <laughs> What up, everybody? Get your motherfucking pencils ready for some supercharged drawing because we've got another inspirational episode, number 65, from the Ghost Shrimp and Friends podcast. And today we have a very spicy, special, juicy beef jerky treat for your butthole. Just when you thought you couldn't chew up meat with your butthole, this podcast came along and showed you that anything I can imagine is possible. This is the summit. No, no, no. The last one was the summit pod. Hopefully everybody got to hear that one. Um, That just went out on iTunes today, actually, because we had a computer malfunction for a couple of weeks. I had so much content on my computer, it decided to uh, dip out for a couple of weeks. But we back now again. And uh, the Summit Podcast, I just listened to it today in its entirety, and it is the most fun and funniest and spookiest podcast that we've ever done. So I was was laughing out loud so fucking hard. I was shooting hoops this morning up in the sports field, and I was fucking dying laughing at some of the shit we were talking about. I think everybody will really enjoy it. I'm super happy with how it came out. Uh, Super happy we didn't lose it. Right after I exported the MP3, um, the actual GarageBand file got corrupted and, like, messed up. So I'm so glad that we just got that one out before, uh, I guess, because my computer had crashed a couple times while that file was open. That was kind of the catalyst for it crashing because I had so much content on my computer. But I cleared off 250 gigs of video off my computer, and now it's back in full effect, and so are we. And today's episode is with the mighty, mighty Gina Lerman, a.k.a. Lerm, a.k.a. Computer Person, who just left yesterday. Oh, I miss Lerm already. I was walking around in the woods today, and I was like, oh, Lerm's not here. That's always one of my first thoughts in the morning is, okay, you know, uh, Lerm's up in the woods. Uh, I'm here. What's going on today? Um, and and popping in on her and saying hi. So uh, it'll take a little getting used to not to have her up in the cabins because she was here all summer. And if you followed along, you have heard the wonderful cast of characters that we've got to share the summer with up here uh, in the Ghost Scout Summer Residency and the Summit. Um, and it's not quite over yet because uh, Mike Vance is coming in a couple of weekends, which is going to be very fun to uh, hopefully initiate some winter scouting madness because we've got a wood stove up in the cabin now. Uh, we have just been having so much fun And this episode is Lerm and me just kind of reminiscing over the summer and uh, the things that transpired, and it's really fun, and just want to give a 
big shout out to Lerm because she crushed it uh, the whole summer, just high morale from 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 uh, cover to cover, and uh, it's the thing that I love most about Scouts is when someone just comes here and just opens themselves up to the experience and is transformed and evolved and enhanced and pumped up by the experience. That's the whole fucking reason we do it. So without further ado, let's jump right into this. Let's kick it over to my man AWOL1 with the theme song, and then let's jump into this juicy fucking episode. All right, here we are in the very finished looking, very nice cabins in the Goshrimp National Forest. Um here with Lerm, hey. aka computer person, last scout standing here. Yeah. Uh coming up. This is your last night in the Goshrimp National Forest, the completion of your three month scout in residence, first female resident. How are you feeling right now? I'm feeling really good. Yeah. Life is good. Life is definitely good. We've had a really good summer. Um, we just took the last sips off of a <laughs> gin bottle that you brought here after My your birthday gin. Your birthday gin. This bottle's lasted you three months. Three, <laughs> three months. <laughs> three months. Uh, um, I'm, I commend your uh, very responsible alcohol consumption. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Very feel like you've had a healthy three months here. Yeah. So how are you feeling? Uh, what stands out to you from, from this time? Like, where's your head at? Where were you when you came in? And, like, where are you at now? Well, should I start? I should start at the end. Well, I don't know. Right now I'm feeling, like, awesome. I feel ready for, like, whatever is coming next, mm-hmm. which at this point is open-ended. Yeah. Um, yeah, when I got here, I was going through a lot of emotions, I guess. Just, like, leaving behind a whole chapter in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, and every silly. time. Yeah, like, every time you move out of a place you've, like, lived in a while. Like, I was living somewhere for a year and a half, and I'm, like, out of there. Yeah. And, yeah, it felt like I was, like opening a fresh new thing but like by coming here having having like a a clear start like kind of resetting in the woods yeah um and this is the longest amount of time that you've spent in the woods i assume consecutively definitely yeah yeah Prior to this, the longest time I spent was uh, training camp, which was like three and a half weeks when I did it. Right. So that was, yeah, that was the longest time I've been out here. Yeah. In the last couple of weeks, you've been up here solo. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, it was it was like a month with Seth at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Was um, it a month or was it six weeks? Was it just four weeks? Uh, I no, remember. I think his was six weeks. Yeah. 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 Danny was like a month. Yeah. Um, And that overlapped. And then it was the summit. And then right. Daniel and I were here together Um, for, he was here for three weeks. Shout out Mind Cop. Shout out also to Ashley Blade mm-hmm. and Butterflesh. Ashley Blades, Butterflesh. Um, the the res the residency and guest crew yeah <laughs> was very fun featuring yeah featuring um but yeah then the last three weeks I've been by myself yeah so it's been really nice so when you got here you felt a certain way and you're going through some things and then <laughs> how did you get to where you're at now like like what's the difference of your do you feel like what do you think has happened to you in these three months inside inside your mind inside inside your soul what has you know has there been a transformation i mean do you feel how how, do do you feel the same do you feel transformed do you feel like you're in the middle of a process or or at the end of a process or Yeah, I kind of I kind of feel like I'm always transforming, but mm-hmm. yeah, there are certain periods where you you're like taking stock of it, you're like, "Oh, like you're seeing like the difference." Yeah. And there are certain times where you're like going through it. Yeah. And I think I was going through it like like by being here, by you know, all of the previous things in my life and I feel like now I'm coming up on a new uh stage of like clarity um I think it was very clarifying to be here Mm -hmm. and have my mind sort of like emptied out and allowed to just be just be you know being outside it's quiet it's slow it's just like you can just be refreshed I don't know and then it yeah getting away from all the hectic things and, like, things around you that are part of a city, part of, like, living closely with a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, like, yeah, like, working a full-time job and stuff. All things that take you, like, out of, like, yourself and, like, uh, just your own relationship with, like, the world around you. And, like, you get you get to, like, reconnect to that here. And having your mind cleared out more, you understand like what your priorities are. Yeah. Do you notice a difference in like stress or anxiety or like or or inspiration or or is it kind of the same in in either place? I mean, I really like being able to well, w- number one like having the the time of my day that would be dedicated to like working 8 hours somewhere else, like being able to either be working on something that's for, like, the Ghost Scouts, mm-hmm. like, and doing some kind of physical labor in the yeah. morning, or working on, like, my artwork. Mm-hmm. Either one of those things is, like, like meaningful work, mm-hmm. as opposed to, like, you know, toiling at your job. Right. Um, not necessarily meaningful. For most people, it's, like, not meaningful. Yeah. Um, but, yeah having, yeah, having your labor have a connection to, like, the people around you it's like improving things for people around you yeah it's like improving things you're investing in yourself as well and for yourself yeah i mean i feel like you've had like a cozy 
Mm-hmm. It goes a little home in here, you know? It's, yeah. It really come together. Yeah, and that's what, well, I mean, I like that about this, too. And I think um, on the last episode, Daniel was talking about the the one-to-one, like, relationship with, like, your surroundings, like, having agency in your environment. Yeah. And, like, that's a big part of it, too, is, like, yeah, when the work you're doing is to improve the things <laughs> directly around you and, like, make make things work better, make things nicer, and then other people get to enjoy it. Yeah. It's just so much more... And the pressure is, like, not that high either. Right. So it's yeah, just so it's much more chill, fun to pretty work ch- on. Pretty chill vibes yeah. for the residency, for sure. Like, productive and motivated, but, like, you know, no real schedule, no real, like, deadline. There's no, like, mm-hmm. deadlines or anything like that. We're just doing our thing and just... Uh, I feel like that's a good recipe for inspiration where there's a, there's a, you kind of know when, when you're supposed to be doing what, but Mm -hmm. you don't have to feel rushed. And you can get creative on like whatever you're doing, like stuff you're building with the cabins, Mm -hmm. like that's using like a creative juice in your brain. For sure. In like a fun way. Yeah. And I think there's something actually really powerful about doing like, especially like a physical, like an interesting, interactive, physical thing. And then going into your creative thing, like switching back and forth, I feel like can keep it fresher than if you're just waking up every day and doing just the creative thing, the creative thing, the, the drawing, 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 drawing. I like to jump out and do, like before I lived here, I would I would go out and go for like an epic bike ride in the middle of my like drawing session. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd like draw all day into the afternoon and then I'd go bike for like a couple hours, like get super, super high, get on the headphones, get some banging like RJD2 beats or whatever and just ride, you know, all nice. through wherever I was, you know, whether whether it was LA or whether it was New Hampshire. Um that was part of that was always part of my routine and I felt like that refreshed it and kept yeah. it fresh you know yeah. like I think that's a really powerful thing I think you can get into like a myopic zone if you just do one thing mm-hmm. you know oh and I was gonna say another part of answering one of your questions that yeah. I kind of forgot was like yeah, yeah just and we're super high we ripped like <laughs> we definitely ripped like mega bong hits right before this and, welcome and topped off the gin so welcome as usual the posse pods are always saucy pods on this <laughs> podcast you know um but yeah i was gonna say just the, in terms of the environment like the everyday like yeah i love being able to when you're working on your art you go take a walk and you're just immediately you walk out the door of the cabin and you're outside yeah like you're on a beautiful nature walk like right already. yeah you're like yeah there's a yeah it's like it's not exactly a vacation mindset but it's like uh it's like it's like it's like i don't know it's very homey and grounded but yeah it feels like you're away from things and that's so nice yeah like, and you can go on like a if you need a, a you know, rest your hand, and your brain needs a break, you walk around, and you, like, all the visual stuff is so interesting, and, like, there's animals, and, like, they're yeah. doing their own thing. It's, yeah. like, a different type of information Definitely. that you're receiving. Yeah. It's, like, you know, makes you rejuiced to go back and draw. Yeah. Now, in the three months here... What's the spookiest? <laughs> what's, has there been anything spooky? Like, what's the spookiest night that you've spent? Was there? I, I feel like you've told me a couple of times where you were like, you know, there was something going on. And you're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> you know, was there any notable uh, spooky nights in the in the cabin, notable, alone or otherwise? Notable spooky nights. 
Um, well, last night was a little on the spooky side. It was Friday the 13th. Oh, full moon, Friday and the full, 13th. Yeah. <laughs> full, full moon, Friday the 13th. Yep. My, um, my last night up here alone. Like, yep. tonight I'm here, but we're going to be watching. We're going to be grilling and, like, hanging out. So right. Not the same as, like... Right, the solo night. That's definitely mm-hmm. when you get murdered. Like, the last solo night. Yeah, I'm, I'm up here, and I have the fire going, and I'm, like, sitting out um, on a chair with my little fire. It's totally dark all around, you know. Nobody's up here but me. And the moon is so bright. Um, this full moon is, like, off the chain. And it's... You can, you can see the moon from here, but uh, the angle that I'm at, like, the trees... Are in front of it, so it's like coming through all these like spiky branches and stuff. So that wow. has its own wow creepy, powerful vibe. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just sitting there and the, the fire's crackling. I'm listening to a podcast about Woody Guthrie. Wow. And then, like, kind of like under the voices, I'm like hearing some kind of weird noise, like like a like something like a deeper noise i'm like oh like what what is that like, wow i pause the podcast because i'm like is it from coming from that or like what is happening right and it's coming from up the up the hill behind me so it's like you know yeah. away from you guys uh-huh. away from the road uh-huh in the forest i guess yeah from the forest mm-hmm. from deeper in the forest yeah and it's hard to say what it was i don't know what it was but it's I thought maybe it sounded like a chainsaw. Like, you hear a chainsaw coming from there during the day. Right. Which is normal. Right. But uh, hearing the same noise at night... <laughs> on Friday the 13th? <laughs> that's, that's odd. It was faint or it sounded close? It sounded, like, about as far as the chainsaw sounds when it's up there. You, like, you've heard that. Like what we were talking about today? Yeah. Like the neighbor cutting? Oh, yeah. Oh, you think it was cutting at night? I really don't know what it was because and there was there were a couple other sounds that I could not identify and I just had to be like I'm going to ignore that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I figured I was like maybe someone's having a weird Friday the 13th party. Yeah. Maybe they're just doing Friday the 13th things. Yeah. So, not <laughs> Out sure here in the woods. Not sure what it was about. <laughs> wow, that's kind of spooky. That's yeah. I, th- I feel like, did you have to, do you normally get, would you normally be, like, a person that gets spooked? Well, you didn't want to watch Pet Cemetery the other night, so you I don't want to I'm not a huge scary, I don't like the scary movies as much. Right. Um, you're, I don't know. But you're saying that also has to do with, like, you being tense while yes. you're watching it. Well, I get, like, if I'm, if I'm, like, because when I was hearing the noise, I felt tense, yeah. you know? Because when you're, I guess when you're just afraid, like, yeah. you're, like, tense up. Yeah. And, yeah, I had to be, like... You know, take a deep breath and be like, you know, nothing. What whatever it is, like right. I'm just here. Right, it's probably fine. Yeah. Um, have, have up here? Have you had to be like, okay, like I'm not gonna get spooked out. Like it's cool. Yeah, I mean, nothing super crazy really has happened. Just like basically, it comes down to hearing the noises that you hear during the day, but at night, so you. Are like projecting whatever fear you have. Yes, like, and that's so that. interesting. Is so, yeah, in the daytime, your brain probably doesn't even register half the noises. 
Yeah, but you hear, night, and it does. It just sounds more sinister. That when weird you... creaking tree just sounds insane. And yeah, you're like what the fuck is that? Yeah, and it helps. It helps to know what the sounds are. Yeah, like that creaking tree. Like yeah, if I I was hearing it last night, and I was yeah. like, if I didn't know what that was, that would be fucked up. It yeah, the creaking tree. Yeah, perplexed me for a while. I thought it was some weird. I'm bird. glad that you told me because I've been hearing it every day, like all summer. Yeah, we should just cut it down because it's crazy. <laughs> it's so weird. It sounds like a bird yeah trees rubbing together is a very weird noise like once i was hunting and i was walking and i just heard this and i was like oh my god there's a bear like right next to me it's that's what it sounded like Mm -hmm. that's what my brain told me in that split second like there's a bear that i've that i've come across and it's angry and it's growling at me fuck you know, or maybe a coyote or something like that. And I'm, like, looking around and my heartbeat's, like, jacked up. You know? And I'm, like, and you're out there and you're hunting and you're, like, oh, shit, you know? And I'm looking around and I'm just, and, and like, I'm not hearing it and I'm looking. There's nothing there. And I'm, like, holy shit. Is this, like, a su- spooky natural? Supernatural going spooky, on? Spooky natural? Spooky natural? Super <laughs> exactly. Super spooky natural. And... Then I hear it again, and I'm like, oh, my God. And then I look up, and I realize it's just these trees <laughs> rubbing together right above me. But it sounded Fuck. exactly like a growling animal. It's crazy, the sounds yeah. that come out of there. Yeah. Not, not. I mean, and those aren't even animal sounds, because the coyotes and stuff make the weirdest sounds. Have you heard a lot of coyotes? Mm, what do they sound like? Well, they're like the howling, like, and then they'll start going off and roll calling and stuff. That much howling. Yeah, I feel like I haven't heard them much this summer. Now that I think about it, because no. usually you hear them. Maybe we hear them more in the winter. I don't know. I think they. It sounded question. like they were going through camp last year. They were going through camp but last year. Maybe that's because people. I don't know what attracts a coyote. Per- food. Yeah, probably a lot of food. Yeah. And I haven't really had problems with squirrels or anything. Yeah. It's been pretty chill, except for that one time a squirrel. I was up in the loft, just, like, in my bed. Like, I'd just woken up and was kind of looking up. Yeah. And the the beam, like, the wood beams are under the tin roof, and there's, like, some gaps. Mm-hmm. So a squirrel popped in out of the corner <laughs> and started, like, like chattering at me. And just, I was like... You're just living in a Disney movie. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> no, I was like, what are you yelling at me for? And I started, like, yelling back at it. Yeah. And it... Popped out. He's like, damn it, I was going to move in here. Yeah. I've like, been looking at this place all season. Popped in and was like, fuck, somebody already moved in. Squatter's yeah. rights. Yeah. Get out of here, squirrel. Yeah. Didn't It didn't come back. Yeah, maybe he had a stash. You know, they stash nuts. Did you find any stashes? No. Mm. No Caches. stashes. Maybe you just like to come and snuggle in the sleeping bags or whatever that we have up there. The, <laughs> the, the mats, the foam pads yeah well all that all that's gone all the whatever was left of uh, nests and stuff yeah cleaned yep out yeah you guys did a very thorough cleaning i feel like the cabins are just about as clean as they've ever been mm-hmm. probably cleaner than they've ever been we got some little antique lights in here you know it's getting cozy <laughs> it's getting, getting very cozy. cozy and the microphone is actually sitting on the wood stove that has been talked about before and kent donated and we got it up here and it's going to be uh, piped up, and we're going to have a functional wood stove in here this winter, which is very exciting. Uh, Go Scout Mike Vance, a.k.a. Dick Whiskey, 
is coming to visit in two weeks for the weekend to, uh, you know, kind of brainstorm about a possible, uh, some kind of winter visit, winter residency, uh, you know, to be determined. But very that's bold. Very, very bold, very bold, and very exciting. Um, yeah, because no scout has ever stayed here in the winter. Yeah. Um, Chris Nelson... Planet Nelson has been here in the winter. I think he's one of the only scouts that would have ever been here in the winter. I could be wrong about that. Did he that. stay in the cabin? No, because it was after year one. Oh. He was staying he was in, in town. town. He, oh. there was, there's a whole, there, oh. the juiciest of all untold stories, someday maybe will be told, but one of the juiciest stories of all time was the winter that Chris Nelson spent um, living in Vermont. Mm-hmm nearby and that's all we can say about it at this point yeah um we'll have to see if he wants to come tell his story shout out on the podcast has chris nelson been on the podcast um Good i don't God. Think i've tried so. to get him i know i've tried and ha- was he on the summit one last time was he was he still here that's a good question mysterious has he been on have you heard him we'll have to check that um, let's see. So this summer has been, we've done, we've done a, a lot of hiking. Yeah. We just did a new fire tower hike this past weekend as our final hike. That was very cool and very fun. Super cool. Um, we have a different fire tower hike that we do. Uh, the, the more common one that we've talked about on this podcast before. So it's fun to hit a new fire tower, a little deja vu. Yeah. Definitely looks like an alternate dimension of the, <laughs> yeah. the other fire tower. Parallel fire tower. <laughs> they all they all are, you know, from the same manufacturer, probably. It's kind of like a dream of the fire tower. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd be like, oh, it was like the fire tower, but it was different. There was like half a cabin next to it. It was kind of... <laughs> oh, yeah, so there was a cool foundation yeah. of a cabin right next to it. Yeah, like the half of the caretaker's foundation, or the half of the building is the foundation, and... Uh, and, and it's still, still there. Still standing. It's really cool. You cool can kind of go in it. Cool trees growing in it. Yeah, like a Micro Machine Blair Witch set. It's yeah. like a tiny little kind of basement area and possibly cistern or something. And uh, party zone. Yeah, definitely party zone and trees just growing up through it. Yeah, it's so cool that the trees are growing inside it. But yeah, yeah that's right next to the fire tower. It's a, like a clearing in the fire tower. Yeah. And you like are looking for fires up there. But... This one has way more gunshots in it than yeah. the, the normal one. Yeah. And the roof is kind of blown out, and it was very windy. <laughs> it was definitely, yeah, it was as windy as you would want it to be and still be up there, I think. I was like, when we were sitting, I was like leaning a little bit, and I was like, I should not lean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one looked in a little bit of, li- I don't know loose. if I trust that one as much. Yeah, the, the peeled back roof. And, yeah, about three times as many gunshot holes. There's a few in the normal one. Yeah, yeah. Stuff just gets shot. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. And we've done some swimming. What else stands out to you from this glorious summer of 2019? Endless summer, endless summit. Endless summit, endless summer. Um, the... How many, what, did we do the math on? It was, like, 40 cookouts or something? <laughs> we were trying to figure out three months of cookouts. Yeah, yeah like four. Twice a week. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know. Yeah, twice a week. <laughs> twice a week cookouts. <laughs> twice a week highlight. cookouts. I've seen so a lot like of movies. Eight, 
eight a month, so like 24 or something like that, 24 cookouts in mm -hmm. three months. Yeah, literally, yeah, just cooking out on the grill. Yeah. And it's like a party. Or maybe like there's 26, because there's always extra weeks, like in months and stuff, so probably like 26 or 27 maybe. Final one tonight, final cookout right after this, cookout and UFC tonight. Light it up. Yep. Uh, yeah, I've seen a lot more movies than I've ever seen. Yeah, we've watched <laughs> a lot of good movies. Um, definitely shout out the one that you uh, came oh. through with. Yeah, everyone should look up the Hellstrom Chronicle. It's a cool documentary about how bugs are going to take over the world, and it's on YouTube. Yeah, it's free on YouTube, and it's like a documentary, but it's also, like, I guess all the sort of stuff that they talk about, the insects is correct, but then they have this, like, scientist character who's kind of yeah. fictitious. So it's really fun. It's, like, yeah. very, very sci-fi, spooky insect future. Yeah, yeah, all correct bug facts, though. But amazing, and like, out of this world. Like, the like, shots. Like, Lord of the Rings battles between fucking ants and shit. Yeah, like, amazing. <laughs> I don't know how, we're, like, very suspicious about some of these, especially some <laughs> of the one-on-one -on -one battles, like, yeah. like, are these set up? Set I mean, they're up. just incredible, yeah, so. But it could be real, I mean. I would bug, love to get the behind the scenes. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, bugs, bug life is You wouldn't real. believe it. Yeah, it's shocking. So yeah, that's one of the things we watched. Yeah. Um, yeah, so also, I guess, so I guess the same amount of movies, basically. So we yeah. probably watched 20 plus movies, because we had some UFC nights in there for sure, but we had, you know, yeah, probably upwards of 20 movies that we watched as well. Well, I guess I was gone for a week as well, but. But we, we were watching movies. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. Um, what were some of your faves? Hmm. I'm gonna forget every movie we watched. <laughs> we did the last one we just watched was True Lies. Oh, okay. Yeah, True Lies. Which is super weird. We watched it on 9/11. <laughs> it's a very 9/11 movie. It's a very 9/11. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't even shout know. Out that movie was not really what I expected it to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I just thought, well, I mean, it is. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. are spies. Yeah. Um, that basically is right, but it was, it was way very, more bizarre. It's very erotic. It's super, it's super horny. It's super, <laughs> um, super like terroristy. Yeah, very, yeah. Psychologically out of this world, be, like weird, because definitely the stuff that Arnold Schwarzenegger's character is doing is yeah. so strange. Yeah. Just yeah. like torturing his wife. Yeah. But like. Yeah, you probably haven't in seen. In a cute way. <laughs> have you seen the David Fincher movie The Game with Michael Douglas? No. It's like it's almost like yeah, it has like definitely echoes of like uh of Jamie Lee Curtis in The Game. Like this just just like all being ultimately fucked with like yeah. for like what reason? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, um, from Jamie Lee Curtis's character's perspective, it's a uh, very traumatic <laughs> yeah. movie. But, like, the action in it is also crazy. Oh, like, there's, like, a horse yeah. chasing a guy on a bike through a building. Like, Arnold is riding a horse. The level of theatricality yeah. in the action scenes is, like, second to none. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> it's a very entertaining he movie. He just takes off on a jet, unprompted. Yeah, jumps in. James Cameron... That's Jim. That's his old Jim. after old Jim after he made Jim Cam after he made T two. This is the this he's is wilding the, out with a big with a big budget. <laughs> yeah, he's just going <laughs> hog wild. 
Yeah. yeah. I think it was, stuff. Too. I think it was very successful. I remember it being very big mm-hmm. when it came out at the time. It was very... It didn't seem as strange to me at the time, but now, yeah, so very, weird. very, maybe just because we're in a different time period, but yeah. Yep, like, I mean, post Very erotically charged, <laughs> and yeah, definitely like, yeah, very almost predicting 9 11. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah, it was like, it was like Saudi, like, <laughs> yeah. funded and yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. Kind of, James Cameron kind of yeah. called that before Nailed it happened. It. Nailed it. Jim Cam saw it first, Tower 7 look into it but maybe he you know he implanted it in the culture and maybe he, just... he might be tied in too that could be the smoking james gun. cameron did <laughs> yeah, james, he might be an inside job with james cameron he it might have be. been in on the special effects but i didn't even know anything i didn't know the terrorist part at all when right. i picked it to watch right. on 9-11 right it just so right. happened i know that was ghost in it that was like a strange twist <laughs> yeah. of ghost in to watch that movie on 9-11 <laughs> Yeah, but a lot of Arnold movies. Yeah. I learned a lot about Arnold. Yeah. Yeah, we had one of our, yeah, one, I feel like one of our most raucous nights um, for the residency was mm-hmm. in this cabin watching Pumping Iron, yeah. drinking a bottle of Johnny Walker. Yeah. <laughs> with uh, Butterflesh and Ashley Blades. And mm-hmm. you all had been uh, listening to, you had to listen to right the. Right in the middle of um, <laughs> Total Recall, my. Unbelievably True Life Story by yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Read by who? Read by the villain from... Stephen Lang? Maybe, yeah. The villain from um, uh, the, the <laughs> Avatar. More James Cameron. Yeah, a guy with a strong <laughs> voice. But Arnold reads the first chapter and the last chapter. Right. And the last chapter is like, Arnold's rules for life. Yeah. And he like lists it out. Which is awesome. But it's like all written in his voice, which is like charming. I agree. Yeah, cool life story. Yeah, would you recommend it? I would recommend it. I feel like it's pretty inspirational. I mean, I'm very biased, but like I was. No, really it was into like, it. and I didn't. I wasn't super into Arnold or anything like growing up, but like yeah. I, I like knew who he was. But <laughs> I think it's so funny. When I was a kid, it was like kindergarten cop Arnold. Right. So like you know that's a different relationship. It's not a Duma. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the famous line from Kindergarten Cop. I don't see, I don't even remember. It's not a tumor. Oh, that's what you're saying? Yeah, it's not a tumor. <laughs> we, wa- yeah. we watched Twins also. Yep. That's a classic. Yeah. Danny DeVito is yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I was here for Twins. You guys watched No, we watched that, that in the cabin. Yeah, yeah, you watched that in the cabin. Just Danny and Daniel and me. Nice. Double D and me. Yeah. Now, did we watch Hercules in New York? No. Okay, yeah. We, and you we, watched that with Wolfie. I, I watched that with my brother, Chris, and Wolfie when I was back in New Hampshire a couple weeks ago. I know, that's, that sounds That's fun. a great one. I would like to see that, it's, though. It's, in a lot of ways, the most ridiculous Arnold movie the very of first. all time. Because, yeah, it's like right after, right after Pumping Iron... So he's like Mr. Universe jacked and super thick accent. And they actually had like redubbed all his dialogue <laughs> with someone else's voice for the release. And his name is like Arnold Strong in it, I think. Uh, but they, but the one you get now has the original Arnold track. And Ooh. yeah, it's just, it's out of control. It's really fun and funny. It's just like a, also just a fun movie shot from like weird angles and fight scenes and like just super silly. In, like, the 70s? Yeah, a lot of jokes, and, like, it's just, it's literally 
uh, Hercules being banished from Mount Olympus by Zeus, and then he has to go like figure out how to live in New York City. And it's Arnold. <laughs> He's like going on a carriage ride in like Central Park, and like a guy in a bear suit comes and attacks him, like supposed to be a bear in the movie, and like he wrestles him, <laughs> but it's like a guy in a bear suit. Like there'd be a bear attacking you in New York, right? Exactly. Like it's it's it's, it's but it's that level of corny, so it's yeah. like so fun. Like it's it's pretty ridiculous, and his acting is you know very raw. And uh, if you haven't seen it, it's a real hoot, and it's kid friendly. It's yeah. you know it's rated rated G or yeah whatever. So uh, it's a gem. It's it's definitely one that's probably more obscure and not everybody's seen. But go see it if you haven't. Deep cut. Yeah. Deep Arnold cut. Deep, definitely deep cut. Definitely deep cut. Yeah, I recommended the audiobook to my cousin who's a bodybuilder. That's cool. Wow, he's a bodybuilder and he hasn't listened to it. No. Wow, he's probably going to be so fucking juiced. I know. I was like, going to be was, like, like taking steroids. That's like audio <laughs> steroids. Like, can yeah. they test for that? I got a audio steroids. <laughs> You've been listening to too much Arnold. It's yeah. You're too too hyped, too yeah. pumped. Yeah. Um. So what else? What else? You've we've uh, we did the scout zine. Yeah, the summit happened. Which yeah, was we haven't cool. talked about. Uh, we haven't. Well, we t- I guess we talked about working on the zine, but ev- once everybody left the summit, you compiled. Yeah. Well, so while Hold everyone on, I'm was gonna here, ba- I'm gonna back up. I feel like I'm closer than you and I'm louder than you. I'm yelling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, you're good. You're good. I am good. I'm great. I'm great. Yeah, everybody was here and we were all drawing on each other's drawings and having a good old time. It was so much fun to work on. So we ended up just with this huge stack of drawings. Um, And I took over 100 pages in a week, which blew me away. I thought we might have like 50 pages or something. The the amount of stuff that was drawn was like intense. I really, I wasn't expecting it either, but yeah. And they were all like, so cool and weird. Um, so I took the pile and turned it into an e-zine that you can download. You can look at it online at issue.com. Um, there'll be a link probably somewhere. Yep, we'll put a link in here. But yeah, it's tinyurl.com slash Endless Summit. Right? Yeah, oh yes. Yeah. That tiny URL. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, yeah, and then um, I'll get the link, the, the download. People can download it from... Google Drive, right, and get like yeah, a full, you can, you can a download free high res PDF. It's it's for your entertainment and inspiration, completely free, because we love everybody and we want to inspire everybody to draw and fucking have their endless summit, endless mm-hmm. endless summer, endless life. Yeah, to just ball out and look at the weird drawings. Think yeah. about doing your own weird drawings. So yeah. there's yeah, a hundred and eight pages that ended up being. Um, and there's little bios about all the people who were here this year to work on it. Yep. And de facto yearbook, yearbook for year eight. Very cool. Um, and yeah, it's out there. It was it was satisfying to put it together, like just like going through everything. And now I'm so, I'm so familiar with each drawing because I like had to arrange them in order and stuff, and like 
an order that that's so cool sense. i mean you probably have the greatest insight into it of anybody because like i probably looked through it three times but i feel like i still haven't even seen like half of it there's some insane things in there that <laughs> yeah. like you don't you don't get at first glance yeah um but yeah and i you know just color correct i scanned everything color corrected it put it in there yeah you did an awesome job got very intimate with all of the drawings yeah so I think they're in a fun like arrangement. Yeah, you yeah you were the I didn't even like think about that you mm-hmm. know but I I mean if I had been working on it I probably would have dawned on me to you know kind of group them together but yeah you know, when I got back because I was gone and then I came back and you're like yeah this one goes with this one I was like oh wow learn like knock this out of the park <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, I mean it was super fun and everybody made it what it is. Yeah, shout out to every all the scouts that came through that that summit was definitely like i felt like i mean i guess everything in go scouts is always leading to the current moment that we're at but Mm -hmm. like that was like one of the most glorious moments of definitely a high point yeah yeah it's truly the summit really fulfilling our potential you know of of what we've what we set out to do here and we're always getting better at it and we're always kind of dialing it in and figuring out what people respond to what works best and yeah this summit and and it's i think one of the fun things being like a resident or like a counselor and stuff is like you really see like we kind of think this stuff up very much in the moment right mm-hmm. like yeah. i mean we're like improvisational we, yeah like the, the 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 decision to do a straight collab zine was like an evolving kind of conversation that we were having like kind of like before. the week before yeah. we were like yeah we should just do it as a complete collab like because we were talking about maybe doing some collab comics mm-hmm. and stuff, and then... Which was the original thought. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but I'm so glad that that's what we did, because it gets you in a totally different mindset. Um, so much more, like, loose and free. It was so fun. Like, I can't remember, like, sitting down and drawing with people. Like, the last time I would do that was, like, in high school, and it would be with, like, a couple friends. So, mm-hmm. like, to do it now at this level with you know with, with like with that 15 many other people. artists yeah, yeah yeah like i mean obviously this stuff happens at camp people are drawing but not working on the same thing like we'll be here drawing on our own things but never like straight collabing all that yeah like, like that, just you know. passing around papers yeah like. literally put a put your character on it keep it going add to it add a weird thing to this drawing and like yeah just start so, something so weird we probably had like i don't know like three or four mega sessions and a couple little ones. Yeah, and And then, like, throughout, people would be adding the stuff. Yeah, and then after we all left, after everybody left the summit and we went away for a week, you guys also hit some... Yeah. Tuned it up a little bit, right? Yeah, Daniel and I were here, and I was going through everything, and there was, like, you know, everything in it was already amazing, but some of the stuff needed a little more color to like round it out or it was like partially colored so we just sort of like went through and you know did the little fine tuning that on a couple that needed it and just kind of like brought it all together so there's a good amount of uh partial coloring in them and it's all it feels so like organic and it it all like looks really put together in its own way yeah like, like sketchbook yeah. going ham yeah it totally just looks like a sketchbook which i love it it has so much fun energy so much weird shit so many funny yeah, things playing <laughs> there's off there's some each hilarious other. Like, stuff 
Yeah. And some stuff that I, you know, was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. Definitely some, uh, some very spicy content. Trigger warning. Poop, there's poop. There's poop. Um, <laughs> there's lots there's of... There's <laughs> some genitals. Yeah. There's some strange stuff. Nudity, blood, bodily fluids. Oh, yeah, there's a, <laughs> blood. Shocking horror. But also um, really cute things. Yeah, cute things, inspiring things. It's all of it. It's everything you could ever want. It's all all the emotions you could have. All of life is contained in that tome. Mm -hmm. Volume one. Volume one. And we're going to hit it. To be continued, we're going to hit it at the next summit. So put it on your calendar. Scouts, late summer. We'll get the dates and we will lock it in. And we're going to have, hopefully, Twice as many people here doing it. Oh my god! Fucking three hundred page <laughs> zine. Dig a whole new campground. Yeah, we will. I think have to. That'll probably be like the project we're doing is just like making room for everybody to fucking camp here. Yeah, everybody <laughs> all at once, maximum capacity. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's getting better and better all the time. So. It definitely is. It definitely is. Um, so what were all the projects that you worked on? So every morning from eight to 12, you would work on some kind of forest related kind of self-directed. Mm-hmm. We'd like talk about it. It was, you worked on the cabins, you worked on the bathing spot. Yeah. You upgraded the bathing spot. Yeah. Like when, when I first got here, it was just, um, cleaning out like the whole area. Mm-hmm. And so Seth and I were cleaning, doing like a deep clean cause uh, camp's been around for like eight years and so a lot of people have been through here and uh, a lot of people who live far away and random stuff it's also just people bringing random shit in here which is <laughs> part of, partly awesome but yeah. also partly there was a lot of garbage so we spent like a week throwing stuff away yeah. and organizing the library and like vacuuming tuning up and stuff so getting things clean deep clean and then the cabin seth is in didn't have a back loft wall right um so that yeah. was like one the first like building thing we knocked out to give him a wall <laughs> and did you guys put on some roofing as well or was all no roofing okay. the roofing's all up i thought there might have been one piece to go but yeah we helped athena move her roof right um helped a little bit with that stuff yeah yeah worked on yeah worked on that part of the cabin um did the bathing spot uh we redid all the chinking um, in the cabin, so like the clay mixture between the logs. Mm-hmm. Um, now that's looking tight. Looking really good. Like, yeah, there was it was different eras of chinking that had happened, and there was different thicknesses. <laughs> like some of <laughs> application it styles. Yeah, yeah, different like aesthetics. Yeah, it's now it's very unified because we found out that we could recycle it. Mm-hmm. You know, you could just scrape off whatever you wanted to remove, and you could rewet it and apply or, or wet it and reapply it, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. We spent so we spent that uh, time digging, digging up that brook. Man, what else? There was a bunch of stuff. Now, I'm trying to remember it all. It feels like so long ago, like the beginning. Yeah. Um. Yeah, remember I was like, come, I was like, when you guys got here, I was finishing up that second raw track. Yeah, I, I remember. Was like, I was thinking right about there. the like last work party was you working on the raw track. I know. I was thinking that too, because yeah, we haven't had any other work parties because I I've just been building. I haven't even yeah. been drawing. And I was like, ah, I should have just gone up there and like we should just jam drawn more or something like that. You know, like well, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Add it in. Mix it in. Totally. That's yeah. how we improve it, right? It's like, oh, yeah, next time, like, I'll remember that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. 
But yeah, I mean, we did so much other stuff, like, yeah. like going to the beach all the time. Yeah. Um, going on all those hikes was great. I never, I mean, yeah, how many hikes do you normally go on in a summer? Like, not... Not as many as we did this summer. Right. Yeah, we hit it just about every weekend. There were a couple anomalies, but just about every weekend we went on an outing where we did some sort of hike, mm -hmm. which was really fun. And, of course, we hit all the big ones during the summit. Um, the last podcast was the eve of the Mansfield hike, which yeah. we did in reverse order and was fun. It was a different kind of challenge, a, a trail that we're very familiar with, but we hiked it in reverse order and started with really steep stuff and yeah that was fun and kind of a fresh look at that yeah and having so many people on a hike yeah that was, was the cool. largest well i don't know i guess i guess we've led large groups but not of all scouts so during camp we've had yeah. probably maybe a group that large but yeah half more than half of them would have been cadets there would be a couple guests in there mm -hmm. you know so yeah that was uh yeah there really were like cool. three group three paces <laughs> so that worked out pretty well mm -hmm. um that was a, yeah, that was a really fun one. And, and you feel so good afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, hiking is definitely the really fun way to exercise because it's like social. It's pretty. And, yeah, beautiful and pretty and just exhilarating. And it's like, it's like a quest. It's like yeah. a journey. It's like very you, interesting. It's like you feel very accomplished at the end. It's not just like, oh, I went for a run and like I worked out. It's yeah, like, you hiked oh, a mountain. Yeah, you, you saw these sites. You probably saw some really, some kind of cool insect rock. or, yeah. Yeah, a freaking weird tree root formation or yeah. some cool path. Even the stuff that people do to maintain the trails is like cool and interesting. I know. I always think about that. That's so fun. Yeah, so there's always, like, things like that to check out and animals and stuff. I feel like growing up hiking in New England definitely, like, contributed hugely to wanting to make, like, a cool forest of our mm -hmm. own here, you know? Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, like, thinking about that, like, wow, people made these trails. Like, the yeah. idea of, like, making trails and clearing areas and, like... I love that. There's something so fun and so basic and like, so, like... Terraforming. Yeah. that That's really my favorite part. Like, you know, I'm getting a little bit better at building, and I like the building. I like the raw building more, like the like the log, these log cabins Timber and stuff frame. like this. Yeah, yeah, like the rough stuff. Um, but Amateur. really, my, my whole favorite thing and the reason that I'm really living in the woods is because it's really fun to work with the woods. Yeah. Like, we were just talking about how, like, transplanting trees is, like, so fun. You can dig up a tree and move it somewhere else and kind of landscape with the trees in your fort. Like, I can dig trees out of the woods and plant them around my house. Trees and, like, for free. Yeah, it's incredible. It's just, you have, yeah, this amazing nursery and you can kind of see a cool area in the forest and clear around it to highlight it or make a path out to it or make a hangout spot in it or, <coughs> you know, make a little... I don't know. Oh, yeah, you know, we just... cleared the sports field in, like, a morning. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, well, we were waiting for everybody to arrive yeah. for the summit. Um, we, yeah, made the sports field about twice as wide. Yeah, cut down the, tr like, trees in the middle, weed whacked it, built, you know, cut up the branches and piled them up. Yeah. And now it's, like, a huge open space. It's a lot bigger now. Yeah, and... you run up there and it's, like wide open spaces you can look at the sky it's amazing yeah yeah we had some fun stargazing up there um and we had the amazing kickball game <laughs> yeah 
that was really fun. Um, yeah, I have a lot of footage of all this that now that my computer has been resurrected, uh, my computer died for basically two weeks. That that was the delay. It was the, on vacation. <laughs> it was, yeah, but I was gone and my computer was also gone. It was like, you're, you're fucking not working. I'm not working. <laughs> um, and yeah, it kind of uh, ducked out for a couple of weeks and just came back. So that's that was the delay in the in the pods. And um, it's to build anticipation, though. And it definitely delivered. Like, I haven't even... We were just flipping through the Summit pod right before we recorded this one and listening to tidbits of it because I haven't listened to it <clears throat> in full yet because my computer was dead. Um, but it just went up on the Patreon because today is Saturday. So three weeks late, but there. Um, and uh, it sounds fucking amazing and hilarious and exactly how you would think a Ghost Scout Summit. Yeah. With, like, how many people were there? I think they're, you know... 16? 16. Yeah. Yeah, it was like 15, 16, or 17. I was trying to remember. Yeah, I think 17's including Wolfie. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, that like that was just such a fun... It's, wi- it's a wild ride, but if you're listening to this, you probably <laughs> listened to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I feel like, yeah, I can't wait to I'm listen to, to it. I'm excited to hear it. <laughs> and I feel like it will be the best podcast we've ever done, for sure, just because of how many voices are on it and how many weird we, we always just talk about the weirdest shit yeah. like it's just epic like you listen back and there's like yeah there's a couple dead body stories there's like this and we always start out it's like who has a fun story to tell and everybody's like mm. and then we just get rolling <laughs> and, and then, then you realize sudden, that people like, are people are holding on to some shit. i just remembered i saw a dead body you're like <laughs> what i could never forget that actually i did see a dead body but i think i already told that story Probably. Yeah, I think I told it was. We were just driving by. It was like last year mm. when we were in Maine, and we were driving by, and they were pulling a guy out of a lake, and he was like, looked way dead. And they weren't trying to revive him, so he must have been dead. Pretty spooky. Yeah, lake dead? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lake dead is dead. Lake dead is like... That's extreme. Yeah, coated in death. We found this... Uh, when we had the brook party after we completed the brook and built a little beach and like patio area like Wolf was down there and Kent and like some neighbors came by (laughs) right right our neighbors came down the hill but Wolfie like found this caterpillar like bloated caterpillar body like in that little pooled area that was um, after the first bucket at first yeah and he was like is it okay like like and I was like "Mm, dude it's like it was juiced up. It was like it had been sitting in there. Oh, like, my God. Like a grub. Yeah. Fat. It was just soaked in death. Yeah. Saturated. It's a bad way to go. It probably yeah. fell in off a tree Drowning branch. seems like it would suck because you'd like try and try and try and then you just yeah have that moment where you had to give up. You're yeah. Like, and you're done. That's the in-between between the, like, prolonged death and yeah. the instant death. That right. seems maybe worse than either. Right, yeah. Because you don't have time. I mean, you just give up because you run out of steam. Right. It's not, you don't, you're not, like, coming to terms with mortality. You're just yeah, like, drowning, fuck, I'm tired. Drowning or burning or being eaten alive would be pretty. Oh, God. Those would all be pretty tough. Those freezing are, those freezing are... to death is, like, that would be, like, if you, of those kind of deaths, freezing to death, I think the best of those kinds yeah because <coughs> i think supposedly you, you just fall asleep basically yeah. supposedly you you're it's euphoric and you warm up yeah like, at the end like you feel warm and like it's like you know probably 
Probably the least gross also. I mean, I guess at the end of a fire, if nothing's left, that's fine. Yeah, well, that's what's spooky. Like, the people that die up on Mount Everest, they're all there. They're all landmarks. Fuck. It's too dangerous to bring them down, so they're just there. All the people that have died are just where they died. It's going to fill up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I guess there's a lot of traffic on Everest now, so yeah. They'll have, it'll be just like a trail of dead bodies, bodies. That, you're, that you're climbing up. Grab them. Yeah. Like all icy. Yeah. Ugh. I guess it snows over them. Maybe? Uh, yeah, I would think so. I don't know. I don't really know. I think I've Googled it before. I think I've seen pictures, images of some. I know there are, like, you can just see some of them there. Because I think it's super windy up wow. there, too. So yeah. I'm not sure it just, like. Just kind of yeah, iced, it, yeah, probably. Yeah. I think they're just kind of, like, yeah, they're kind of, like, mummified. But in the future. Fucking, oh, when you can bring warm. people back to life when oh. it's like Jurassic fucking Park. You oh, yeah, they're bring frozen. Them they're back, ready. Dude, they're re- they were frozen like at the second of death. So just bring them in, fucking turn them back on. Boop, they're coming back. Yeah. I thought you were going to say when it warm, when the planet is warming and they melt. Yeah, then they will rot. Yeah. Hopefully, before that happens, we'll be able to bring them back to life. They can finish their hike. And they can, <laughs> they can go to the summit. <laughs> R.I.P. Have a summit gummy? Yeah, we're not laughing at them. We're laughing with their spirits who are going to return to us. There should be a religion based on that. That's just as good as Scientology. Yeah. A religion on, like, worshipping the Iced souls of the, of the Everest gods, and, like, they will return to us. They're not someday. the Everest gods, though. They, they were they chosen didn't... by the mountain to live oh, forever. Okay. Right? I guess that's, a, yeah, that's a fair, because I was going to say, like, they kind of fucked up. They right, died. Right, Yeah, it's the twist. You think that the mountain took their life, but really, really the mountain they got a second saved life. their life, mm-hmm. and now they will live forever. That's cool. It's optimistic. But yeah, so I mean, this is the type of thing we're talking about when people hear our conversations on a hike, and they're <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> right, yeah, we were in, the, we were in our, our normal fire tower hiking it. And some lady walked in, and she was like, I could hear your voices from far away or whatever. <laughs> it was like a very weird thing. We were like, okay. Yeah. Unclear implication. Yeah. Just like a weird thing to say. I could only surmise that she wanted to say it because she felt annoyed that we were maybe being loud. But that's just But we're how, outside. That's just how we talk, though. What is an outside voice <laughs> yeah, for? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't own this public space, lady. This fire tower. Yeah, she could wear earplugs. All right, <laughs> <laughs> people wear earplugs at concerts. That's true. You know, get a grip. But like, we're part of nature. Yeah, yeah. What if a bear ate her? She'd be like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could hear you growling. Yeah, I could hear you eating me. <laughs> Eating alive. Yeah, and then the funniest. Thing that happened on the hike oh. <laughs> was we had we had bumped into an old man earlier, a very jovial man, sitting on the ruins of the of the caretaker cottage on the Elmore Fire Tower hike, and we had a nice folksy conversation with him, and then we were all the rowdiest bunch of people the up gazelles. on yeah we there was there was you know however many 15 of us like a pull-up contest had broken out at the bottom at the base <laughs> of the fire tower we're all there like smoking weed and being rowdy i forget what, like what at what point he came in on this but 
this is that was the same time, right? Am I mixing? I because well, it didn't. I was not part of that part of it, right? So I don't know when he came up to you. But okay. Yeah, the oh, pull-ups maybe it was were... before everybody else. Yeah. Okay. So this was like that. That was what happened after this. But but he came up in between, I guess, when we had gotten there, but not everybody else was there. So we had we had met him before, and then he comes up, and we're smoking a joint. So whoever there's maybe five or six of us, I allegedly, guess maybe, allegedly smoking a well, it's it's legal. Is it like yeah. to do outside? Well, I guess that's questionable. So allegedly we were <laughs> allegedly we were smoking a joint and <laughs> a stick of joint, and uh, and he was like, he was like. You know, by the by the look of what you're smoking over there, uh, I wasn't gonna say anything, but I found something on the trail, and I think this might be yours. He <laughs> <laughs> came out and it was a little silver bag of weed, like yep. one of those little like little you know, yeah, city bags yeah. or whatever, the Ziploc, the the half clear, half foil bag. And I was like, oh yeah, I was like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I forget, I said something funny. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll investigate, you know, I'll, I'll get to the bottom of it. I was like, we'll get to the bottom of this. We did this. <laughs> yeah, we'll get, we'll get to the bottom of this, sir. And, uh, and it turned out that it was Chang's, allegedly, yeah. year one. Daniel Chang Christensen. Mind Cop has a hole in walking his short around, shorts. Walking around in these shorts that used to be pants, because he's had them for so long, and every single pocket on them has a hole in it. Cutoffs. <laughs> cutoffs with holes cut in the pockets. Yeah, yeah. Cut, cut so short the pockets are cut. Pretty much. And, and he puts things like that in his pocket. That's weed not just really a pocket. It's just a tube. Johnny Weed Seed over here. Just <laughs> weed dropping out of his pockets on the hike. <laughs> but amazingly, it was returned to us. I know. That's I great mean, fortune. Serendipitous. Great fortune. And a nice thing of that guy to do. Yeah, that was very cool of that guy. He's like, I thought it was trash when I was just looking at it. But then I saw, oh, there's something in there. <laughs> I love that. What a guy. So shout out to that guy who was very, very cordial. Yeah. It's always fun. You really, I think, you know, so that's a nice balance to that one cranky lady that we might have. Yeah, I mean, to. most people you meet on a hike. Almost are everybody nice. are very nice. We saw, we, were, we were on that final hike last time and there was about 90 dogs that came down the trail. And a cat on a leash. <laughs> yes, we saw a cat on a leash right at the base of that trail. Yeah, we were getting on this hike that we'd never been on. Yeah. The first thing you see coming down um it's like a guy and a dog on two dogs on a leash yeah and then this girl comes out and on her leash is a little black cat with long hair and yeah they were coming off the hike and i was like oh my god a cat and it was like being normal and then when i said a cat it like looked at me and then was like yeah i was like oh my god she's on me (laughs) then it was freaking out a little bit that was funny i made it self-conscious she's like i'm a dog i'm a dog i'm a dog dog." it's a cat oh shit i did pick me up i just assumed it was a dog like you know on first glance like a tiny dog yeah i was like we did we we had just smoked or something and yeah. I don't think, and you're like a cat and I'm like what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> I don't I don't even see it yet I don't think it takes a moment yeah but it would have been I'm... spooky if we saw that black cat on Friday the thirteenth ooh we should uh we could have done a hike on Friday the thirteenth yeah been. doesn't really line up a with full schedule, moon hike but... it would have been it would be fun to do a night hike that would be can you go on like a trails at night is that like probably i mean our neighbor said that he did that fire tower hike and on the fourth of july to go see the fireworks remember he said his kid did it well that'd be a good one that's not too dangerous yeah scaling a cliff in the dark yeah 
Yeah, or even the the one that we did is actually that's like that was probably one of the least dangerous hikes we that we yeah. do. I think I besides think, rolling your ankle on all the rock path. Right, that's true. That's kind of yeah. That might be a little, a little weird, gnarly. That is true. It's like paved. It's like paved with cobble rocks, but that are all like, different heights and <laughs> yeah. angles. Well, it's the oldest. It was. It was what spruce. Vermont's first spruce mountain. Spruce mountain. Vermont's first state park. Nineteen oh eight. 1909, I think. Oh, I could be wrong. <laughs> I could be wrong. 19- I was just in my mind. I'm seeing a nine. 19 something. At the end of the first decade in the 1900s. Yes. This, correct. This this forest was demarcated for preservation, and good thing it was. It's a very pretty path. Yeah. We remarked on the aesthetics of the path. But yeah, we're, our theory was that maybe this was nicely cobbled in 19-whatever. Yeah. And then since then... Maybe has things have shifted. Frost heaved, as as happens over time, things uh, move around. Because I don't think they would do it to be that fucked up on purpose. Right. Yeah. Not that it was, like, impossible. It Unless just, it was a deterrent against enemy soldiers. Yeah. It would just be hard to walk. It would, you wouldn't be able to, you know, wheel anything on. I'll tell you, it'd be hard to run. Hard to run. In the dark. You would break your ankle. Yeah. Maybe they were like, what can we do to stop people from running in the dark up this trail? That's going to be very effective. Definitely. In that big ditch, you could really fall in that ditch. There's oh, yeah. like a big swale or a culvert or, you know, uh, you know, yeah, waterway. Water off the, the path. Yeah. Yeah, you could fall in there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you could fall on anything at any time. It's true. Some of our, yeah, some of our camp injuries that have hobbled people have happened right here in camp. Bob's hobbling. Who's Bob? Bob's hobbling. <laughs> Bob, Bob. Bobbling. Bob, Bob was hobbled. Oh. Uh, one of the, I feel like he's had one of the worst hobblings of, <laughs> of, of camp. Um, in camp, because I think... Just tripping on a roof. The other ones, I think, happened outside of camp, but I feel like his happened in camp, and he was, like, on a crutch. Jeez. He had a wooden crutch for oh, quite a like, while. Oh, he, like, fashioned a crutch? He fashioned a crutch, Aww. yeah, which was very Bob. He was like Ebenezer Bob, just hobbling <laughs> around. He was hobbled, and then he hobbled around. That was one of my fears, to be like, like, uh, if I, like, fall or whatever while I'm here, like, say, in the middle of the residency, and I... Yeah. Fucking like my arm or my leg is messed up. That right. makes everything harder to do. Yeah, you were healthy the whole time, right? Yeah, as well, was I. You know, knock on wood, didn't yeah. get sick the whole time. Yeah, but yeah, if something happened to like my arm or my back. How would I even climb up into the loft and go to bed? These cabins are not handicap accessible. It's nothing <laughs> in the Ghost Room <laughs> National Forest is. But ironically, because I myself have been in a wheelchair. Yeah. Three wheelchair ramps to everything. Wooden <laughs> wheelchair ramps going yeah. up everything. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool if there were like ra- like a paved yeah. <laughs> like ramp or whatever. Maybe scouts um, year. I feel 50. like if we had a handicapped scout, they would be carried like you know, like if they if they needed to be, we would just carry them where they. Yeah, like if to they go. couldn't, like. Yeah. Roll. Yeah, they would do as much as they could, and then you'd be like, "All right, guys, let's get them, get yeah. them up, get her up." And you know, and we just, we just have a little, and it'd be like, but it'd be super cool, and they'd be hyped about it. They'd be like, "Nice," mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, <laughs> we find like a cool way to do it. <laughs> I'm sure. It yeah, accommodations could be made. Yeah, but yeah, I guess it'd be pretty hard. I guess that might. This, you know, this is a steep. Be, <laughs> really I was actually thinking about that. Considered. I was yeah. thinking about that yesterday on on the path. That the little bridge on the path from here to the pavilion. Uh-huh. That's uh 
disintegrating as we speak. Right. Yeah, it's very like, dangerous. It's like a horror movie bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Every, uh, Kev almost, I think he punched a little new part in it when we oh, were moving God. this uh, cast iron wood stove oh, my God. up. God, someone could like sue me because it's been so, so obviously negligent. Like if someone <laughs> got hurt on that, I would be liable for sure. Yeah. Well, we were good. That was one of the things we wanted to work on yeah. while we were here. But ah, We should have thought of that as the last thing to do. That would have been good. Yeah. I'll just do it. It'll only take Just need. Yeah. Hour. The thing is you just need to like buy lumber. It'll which only we take an like... hour. We could, we have the boards. Yeah. We could, uh, we could do it. It would only take an hour. Let's go right now. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll do it. Definitely worth doing. One of the... Erica sent a bunch of photos to the summit because she couldn't be here. Shout out to Sky 5. Sky 5. Yeah, they're like photos from our year that she got printed out. Vintage, classic photos. Yeah. One of them is of that bridge from two years ago, and it's like perfectly fine. Wow. (laughs) It's just really fucked up The bridge has really gone downhill. (laughs) The last two years, it really let itself go. It really did. You know, let people walk all over it. Oh. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, what else? Like, what's your what's your closing thoughts on this experience, you know, for yourself? Closing thoughts? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. Cha-ching. Yeah. But... Yeah, I think it's it's been, you know, I've had the time that I wanted to have to myself mm-hmm. to, like, just, like, be a part of the world and, like, reach my equilibrium and, like, I now understand, like, what I actually want to spend my time doing and, like, it's given me the chance to work on, um, like, all my habits and, like, yeah, like, just really thinking about, like, Everything that you do all day, like, makes up your life, and that's who you are and what you do, so it might as well be something that's fulfilling. Yeah. And it's been, yeah, it's just been clarifying, like, to to see that and see how much better I feel when, like, when I'm in control in that way and when I can be outside, just, like, being outside more. I felt cooped up, you know? You get kind of cooped up in the city. Yeah. Unless you're, like, making a point of going into nature, mm-hmm. which can be hard to do if you're in just, like, a routine that doesn't right. involve that. Right. But so, like, have, you know, having your routines involve the things that you want. That's my favorite thing about Scouts is making, is, like, literally the idea that I'm building routines of all my favorite things to do and, like, sharing them with all these amazing creative people yeah and like and scouts always to me has been like a huge benefit is seeing other people other creative people living their lives creatively Mm -hmm. and just like having that be opened up like what your options are because there is like a mental like limit that you can put on yourself like and like you know everybody does it in different ways but yeah seeing people just like making their own choices and like it's working out and you know, you figure like it out. Like, kind of crafting, like, kind of handcrafting your life rather than yeah. just, like, what other people are doing. Or... Yeah, you're honing in. Now, do you feel like, do you feel like uh, your plans have shifted, like, from when you came here to leaving here? Do you feel like your yeah, outlook well... <laughs> and plans have kind of, have kind of taken a... Definitely. Evolved? When, when I left Philly, my plan was to, you know, be here for the three months, um, come back 
and go back to my full-time job. Um, I was working at a place for like a year and three months, a um, year and some change, full-time and uh, in a wood shop. So mm-hmm. it's like physically demanding. Yeah. Um, and my plan was, you know, to go back there. They, It was making me enough money that I could save money mm-hmm. um, to be able to come here, mm-hmm. but really not paying me <laughs> what you should be paid. Right. And... They were going to hold the job for me, and I was going to go back and just, like, kind of ride that out. I've been doing freelance stuff, like, on the side for the last year um, and, like, making that work. But, yeah, being here and, like, just, like, seeing and feeling the difference in how you spend your days and, like, yeah, the difference between when you wake up at 5.30 and go work for somebody else uh, for eight hours versus when you get up at 7.30 (laughs) <laughs> and work on stuff like with your friends and like things that are meaningful and just like the change in like your whole life like your whole outlook I don't know just like having a better time and like why would I go back to doing the other thing there's not a I mean the reason would be to save more money to like make money and like keep living in the city but don't really even need to do that because I've been living in a cabin yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you can live anywhere, really. Um, and, yeah, just making the decision to spend all the time keeping myself afloat to, like, kind of just be in a certain place because that's where I was before. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing that, choosing to spend that time working on my art and, like, actually committing to it. Yeah. Um, in a way that I really haven't done, which... It's so strange to me because, like, it's been a part of my life my whole life. Yeah. Um, Like, ever since I was a kid, I wanted to, like, be an artist. And, like, the first job I ever, like, <laughs> they did in my elementary school yearbook, they asked everybody what they wanted to be when they grew up and stuff. Those are hilarious. Yeah. Most of them. But, yeah, mine was author slash illustrator. That's hilarious. I know. And he's like, spaceman. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> That's amazing. But, and it was, like, it was clear to me at the time, but, you know, you go through school or whatever. I didn't know until I was, like, 16. <laughs> I know. It's, like, I knew and I forgot. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I forgot until, like, just now, it feels like. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just, like, changing my priorities. Um, and I think that I can make it happen, because... You could, like, I was I was working at the job I was working at, and, like, I was okay at it, but I'm not, like, amazing at it. And I feel like you can work on something that you don't want to do that much and fail, or you can, like, work on the thing that you really want to do. And you probably won't fail because you, like, care more about it, but you might as well, like, try either way. I mean, a failure's part of it. I mean, there will be failures along the way, and then there'll be things that hit and connect and that make sense just like anything right yeah like you have to go through it with the thing you care about though but like that's when you i feel like become a professional at what you do is when you go now i'm spending a professional amount of time doing this and i'm prepared for it Mm -hmm. and i'm respecting it you know i'm i'm now spending 40 hours a week doing this yeah like putting that energy you were putting in into the yeah like a like a a concerted effort at just, like, making a living off of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people stay in that zone of, like, part-time focus at best. 
and think that that's going to lead them to a professional career. But really, you have to make the leap first. You're not a professional when you start working all the time. You're a professional when you start doing the habits and practices and routines and, mm-hmm. and all that, that that are professional. Yeah. You know, like when I was starting out, whether I had a job or not, I was waking up at six. I was drawing all day. That was what I was doing because I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm yeah. going to be, I'm going to get paid to draw what I want to draw. Like there's nothing else that I even thought about once I was on that path. Yeah. And it makes so much more sense now that I, I'm like, made it past that just being like i'm gonna i want to draw and like that's what i'm gonna do yeah and you have that taste too you're like wow like yeah so this i mean this was being here was me building those habits yeah um of just being like i'm here to do art and like that's what i'm gonna do every day yeah and once i mean basically it's like once that's unlocked i don't think yeah i just don't think i could go back to doing what I was doing before. It would be a drag. You'd be like, fuck. Like, it yeah, would, like, the kill, thought of it, it would was kill, like... It would douse the flame. You know, it would be like, your flame's like a bonfire right now. And it would be like, it'd be like you stopped throwing logs on it. And it yeah. would just start burning lower and burning lower. And maybe one night you throw a little, you forge some wood and you put it on. But it's, it's oh, it used to late. be so big. I yeah. used to have sofas in there. And, you know, <laughs> burn it, burn like, up tonight, the whole house. we're going to burn the, we're going to burn this, uh, gonna burn this rocking chair yeah it's been marinating out here (laughs) yeah we're burning the porch rocking chair tonight to commemorate this glorious summer Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah fuck i was gonna say something else basically i just when i was here i was like how do i make my life more like this you know yeah and that's the secret is not going back to my full-time job (laughs) definitely i couldn't imagine trying to be trying to have a career and and work at the same time because there's so many small things that you have to do just to the, get your the time going. that gets sucked up by it because not only the work it's the promotion it's the it's the emailing people it's the coming up with you know other funny content you know whether it's videos or whatever that are gonna you know differentiate your brand and you know kind of what is my brand how do i build that brand it, takes so much thought and energy. I mean, when I started out, I was definitely working like 10 hours a day, six days a week. Like there's nothing else I even wanted to do. Like that was like, I would like connect with my friends and stuff, but they'd be like, come on. I'd be like, dude, I'm working. Like I was so dialed in and so amped to just become this entity, to just become Go Shrimp and fucking get out on my own and be doing this thing. Um, and it's the best feeling in the world. And then when it, when that, when that kite, when it start, when the wind starts to come, when you get it up in there and the wind is taking you, it's like, there's nothing better than that feeling. You know, you're like, holy shit, I'm fucking doing this and I can do it. And I, nothing is going to change this now, you know? And I think you're right there. I think you could take that leap. Just like we saw fucking Max and Dalton do after the residency one year ago, they left here and they both went into a year, their first year being making a living as professional visual artists, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it was like, I don't know, I had been, like, dancing around it in my mind and my heart all summer, just, like, thinking about it, like, what am I doing? Like, what am I going to do after this? Like, do I go back? Like, I don't know. Just, like, well, thinking it'll be about a long, it. it'll be a long line. Uh, uh, you know, Mac, this is just, just those two examples. Max quit his working at an architect yeah. firm. Yeah. 
to to do the workshop and uh, come to, or or maybe I can't, I can't remember if it was just to do the workshop or if he was still work. I guess he was still there during the workshop, and then when he came to, do, to camp, yeah. he quit. Or maybe it was before that. Maybe it was like after he finished the workshop, but but he quit his job and Dalton Dalton quit delivering pizza. When, when he came to the residency, mm-hmm. when he got the call to come to the residency, he was delivering pizza. And I said, do you want to come do the residency? Because Foothead got turned away. Yeah. Foothead was supposed to do it. RFP Tag Foothead. Um, and, and I was like, me and Max were like, fuck, well, who would be good? And I was like, I was thinking maybe Dalton. Because you guys connected in the world. They took the workshop together. And, you know, people listen. They know the history. And I said, what do you think about Dalton? You guys have hung out in real life. You guys know each other, you know? Mm-hmm. And what do you think? And he's like, let's do it. Yeah. And Dalton was like, fuck, let's do it. And yeah. I was g- beautiful ghost in it, as was you coming as a backup. Yeah. So much beautiful ghost in it, So much, you know, I, I don't even think about losing someone or someone not being able to come as a, as a, as a failure or like a, of course it's like it's a loss in a way, but it's yeah. like, I, I now expect it whenever someone, I'm going to do this. Like, okay, let's, I, the intention is there. Let's see if like ghosts and he will bring yeah. it together, you know? So, you know, yeah, it's always. You got to step on the property to activate it's it. It's always interesting. Yeah. It's always interesting between the intentions that are out there and then, and then what manifests here, you know? So, but it, it always, uh, it's always the way it should be, which is great. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this is, uh, I guess it's not even technically really the end of the season for scouting because, you know, <laughs> yeah, now we're extending two. the season. Mike Vance is coming in two weeks. We'll get Mike Vance on the podcast, which would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, he's never been on, so that will be a first. If Ghostini brings him here, we shall see. He's very elusive, right? But Mike Vance, come out. Mysterious winter scout. Yes. The winter man himself. He's a, he's a hermit that lives in Maine. Uh, so he's, he fits the bill. Mm-hmm. If you anyone know? could do it. <laughs> if anybody could fucking live it here, it's that guy. It will be intense. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah. It'll be hearty and robust and toasty and cozy. Mm-hmm. It'll be the most cozy. I would definitely spend a winter and very, very, very may well in the, in some future year. <laughs> Maybe I will spend a winter up here, but I would love I mean, I cherish the winters that I spent in my first cabin on Mystery Mountain. I mean, it's, it's so fun. It's so cozy. I'm really a winter person anyway, but mm-hmm. my God, it's uh, cozy feels like you're in another dimension when you're just alone in the woods and it's winter. It's like unbelievable. It feels like you're in a dream on another planet. It's so cool. Yeah. And you can see all the tracks of all the things that are happening, all the animals going everywhere. That's the coolest thing to me is, you know, like, like that story, you're like, I don't know what it was, you know, or like, you know, I mean, I thought you were going to say an animal was in the woods. You said a paper, maybe a chainsaw murderer was in the woods, but like, you know, <laughs> you could hear something and then like go look and see the evidence like yeah. really clearly of it. You know, it's like, that's yeah, cool. everything's kind of, uh, <clears throat> All the unnecessary information is erased by yeah. the snow and the yeah, you dead have to, trees. You have to have a subtle eye to see all the markings and stuff in the normal, in the summer and the spring. Yeah, you know? there's a lot going on. Yeah. You get an eye for it, though. Do you feel like you've tuned into the animal life around? And, like, do you, do you see any kind of trails and tracks? And do you like, oh, that track was... I saw some poop that yeah. I didn't know what it was. But yeah. I was like, that's a 
turd of something. Yeah, 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 <laughs> it was pretty big. That's some new poop. It's new poop. Yeah. Um, I've never seen it. I mean, I can see, like, the deer poop and stuff. But, yeah, yeah I feel pretty tuned in to the animals, like, yeah. like noticing what they're doing and, like, recognizing more of the sounds and stuff. Yeah. And tuned into the mushrooms growing on the ground. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Every day, yeah, when we run up this trail to the sports field, there's, like, it's, like, just a trail in the woods, so there's mushrooms growing all around, and this bright orange mushroom, really little at first, but every day I'd run by and, like, look at it, and it's, like, growing bigger. It's getting bigger and bigger and getting, um, like, lighter and lighter. It was, like, bright orange at first. And eventually it's, like, the size of... Uh... Bigger. Like a fucking catcher's mitt. Like, yeah. huge. Bigger than, like, my head. Yeah. Um, and like, a, like a salad bowl. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Big old big old salad bowl of this hardy mushroom. And it turns out it's chicken of the woods. Chicken of the woods! Growing right on the side of the trail. Yeah. A little tasty treat. We suspected it, and then you confirmed it, and I was yes. gone, but you guys... Yeah, so, um, Mind Cop is a lover of plants and is knowledgeable about mushrooms. Um, so he was like, oh, chicken of the woods. And we, we looked it up because oh, oh, that's woods. exactly what he said. <laughs> I'm a lover of plants. <laughs> I'm a lover of chickens <laughs> of the woods. Um, but yeah, we looked it up. You have to positively confirm any mushroom. Yeah, that you don't eat a eat. mushroom unless you are 100% sure what it is and that you can eat it. Yes. And Chicken of the Woods is one that doesn't have any lookalikes, so there was really no danger there. So mm-hmm. um, he, we took the that sharp knife. Um, <laughs> the, like, Rambo yeah. Jaws <laughs> Jaws 3D knife that uh, he, Old Cotton left here. He actually sharpened it with that axe sharpener. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah. And so it's... it's it's got it's, brass knuckles on it. It's, it's got a serious like, weapon now. Like shark teeth on the back and, like, a shark fin blade on the front and holes in it and it's pretty cool yeah um and so yeah he sliced it off with that and cooked it up and it was delicious that's incredible mm-hmm. i'm i'm sad that i missed it but glad that you've found another one there's another little baby one yeah growing. that i'm gonna track and hopefully still has time to get big i, w- I wonder because we were talking about that one for like it was there for weeks. two three weeks yeah like three weeks at least yeah because, yeah, mushrooms feel like they kind of cycle through faster. Some just show up. That one just kept going. Instantly and then disappear on, like, rainy days. And then mm-hmm. some stay for days. And then, but, yeah, they, I feel like that's, like, a real There's hearty... been some really cool mushrooms I've seen here, too. Yeah, those yeah. Pu- Those puff ones. You know yeah, what yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. A bunch of those. Those yeah. are cool. They get, like, hard. Well, they start hard. Yeah. And then the, the oh, puff then version pop. is the yeah. next year. The next year, it's all, it starts out hard and then, it like, I don't know if it's dead or whatever, but it, yeah, I think it dies. And then it, it takes a year? Yeah. Mm. That's so next year, the ones that are hard this year will be, will be all filled oh, cool. with that powder. It must be yeah. spores. And then they puff. Yeah, we used to call them like, like puff bombs and like throw them at each other and like, pff, like smoke bombs we used to call them. Yeah. And like throw them at each other. Oh my God, mushroom warfare. Mushroom wars! There's the mushroom bong. I don't know. There was a lot of highlights this summer. Yeah, a lot of bong action. We got two bongs out of nowhere. Well, we bought one, and then one came. Uh, one from was summoned. A, yeah, one one was 
we got the mushroom bong, and then uh, I'll have to shout him out. I don't, I don't know his name, but the, the dude sent it to me uh, from Instagram for my birthday, which was incredible. So yeah, we've been bonging it up. I've been super fucking high for like weeks and weeks. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, I gotta put this bong away because I was so high. It gets the job done. It's it, very nice. It definitely does. Very nice and clean. Um, shout out. Yeah, shout out. Well, I'll, I'll give him his props for sure. I thanked him. Um, but, it's the gift uh, that keeps on giving, for real. For sure. Everybody enjoyed it. We we were passing around on the last pod, on the Summit Boston <laughs> pod, uh, and everybody was lit as fuck, and everybody was drinking Cole's cocktails. Somehow Cole's. I didn't get footage of Cole making cocktails, oh, no. which I which I gravely regret. I don't know how I missed that. Maybe someone has a picture. I kept thinking, I gotta film that, and I didn't. So, Cole... We gotta re we gotta reshoot. We got reshoots, Cole. Get back uh, come here. come in two weeks when Mike Vance comes. We'll do it. Um uh, well I'm about to piss my pants and we've got an hour twenty two <laughs> in the books. So we've Sick. done the thing. Um do you have any uh final any any messages? I just saw a chipmunk. Oh shit. <laughs> chipmunk <laughs> crashing the pod. Oh. And it's five fifty three. So we're going to go down and we're going to have this final cookout. We're going to throw on these UFC fights tonight. And, uh, yeah. Party. So, uh, yeah, What's where can people find you? Wait, do I have any final thoughts? Oh, yeah, okay. You do that. Tell, tell them your final thoughts. I'm going to jump out because I'm literally about to piss my pants. So wrap it up with a final thought and then I will return. I just got up for some reason also. Um. <laughs> Switching seats, but yeah, uh, I have loved this summer. It's been fucking awesome, and life is really good. Those are basically my thoughts. Um, I'm going back into the real world, which is actually the fake world. The real world is where you're doing your shit that you want to be doing, which for me is right here. But I'm just going to bring that with me into whatever non-log cabin structure I'm going to be in next and you all should follow your dreams as well sometimes you just have a moment where it clicks um and like you've been thinking about it for a long time so maybe that moment's right now release yourself from job jail yeah fuck a job fuck a fuck fuck having a boss fuck working for somebody else you know there is, it's a lot more fun to work for yourself and yeah. for your, and with your friends. And your community. Yeah. With your, with your friends, with your, with your neighbors, with, with people that, you know, you, you share a, 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 some kind of your part of your life with, not just like mm -hmm. random, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you're all just, yeah, you're there cause you need to pay rent or whatever. Yeah. Like I something strong, something more meaningful. The good rule of thumb is if you wouldn't do it for free. Don't do it, right? You gotta. You obviously have to have money, but if you if you wouldn't do this thing for free, then you need to keep looking for a job that is something you would do for free, but you can get paid for it, right? Mm -hmm. Like I would draw every day, whether I was getting paid or not. So that's the thing I need to get paid for, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that's what people need to do. If you wouldn't do it for free, don't do it. Get out there, make a plan to find something that is the thing that you just say. What would the most amazing thing I could fucking do? What would that be? Because that's what that's what Scouts is all about. That's what 
That's what everything's all about. That's what life is all about. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. It's like, yeah, how do you want to fucking spend your time? Like, It sounds stupid and simple, but it's like the difference between figuring out who you are and like always wondering what you could have been. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to sit back and be like, damn, what if I had chased after it? What yeah. if I could have got it? Because you can get it. You don't even know what it is yet, but you can get it. It's there and you can fucking get it, but you're never going to get it unless you go chase it. And you got to... F- and you... F- Figure it out by doing, like, because I don't even, you don't know exactly where it's going to take you or whatever, but you just have to get your hands dirty and start and, like, trust that the the answers are in the work that you're doing. Yeah. Like, the labor that you're doing is, like, is important and, like, that's what is should energize you and, like, be valuable and guide you. Like, how do you want to, how do you want to spend your labor? What do you want to do? What do you want to your life to be made up of. Yeah. Boom. Boom. All right. Where can people find you? I'm on Instagram, uh, at Lermworm, L-E-R-M, worm. And follow me there, and then I'm going to have a website soon, and I'm going to be offering my services. Um, If you need an illustration, hire me. I do really cool stuff. Yep, hit her up and <laughs> download the go check out the zine at tinyurl.com yes. slash endless summit. Check out the zine and like share it, pass it on, because that's yeah, for everybody to get hype with. Yeah, it's meant to inspire more of the same. All right, let's go get this cookout. Peace. See ya. <laughs> Big shout out to my girl, computer person. Cannot wait to be reunited in the future, as with all my Ghost Scout cousins. Wow. Just goes to show that, you know, if you have an idea of something that would make for an amazing life, just go for it. Because you know what? It might just work. It might just come true. And someday you might have a cult of your own. And there's nothing more heartwarming than having your own cult. So, uh, let's see. Uh, We'll continue to play a little catch-up since we were gone for a couple of weeks. Um, This episode is going to come out midweek, and then I'm going to record a new, fresh episode, uh, probably a solo episode, just catching up with my life, what's been going on with me the last couple weeks, and uh, all that good stuff. So, stay tuned for that. Um, If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, go over to patreon.com slash ghostshrimp as I am doing right now. Click, 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 clack, clack, clack to find the list of wonderful patrons that I have. And I'm going to shout them out because if you support the podcast at the $1 level or $2 level or five dollar level or the brand new satan's marinated tube steak six dollar and 66 cent level you asked for it and i delivered (laughs) well i asked for it and i delivered uh but since some of our supporters uh manually entered a six dollar and 66 cent pledge i decided to honor 
them with their very own category. So shout out to Zeta and John Mansfield for being pioneers of the pledging community on our Patreon. Um, you can be the first people to put in to join that pledge level. And uh, if you feel so moved, you can join at any level. But it, I really appreciate it. It really helps me keep the podcast flowing and going. Um, and we are going to shout out the people who supported uh, episode 64, the Ghost Scout Summit Posse Pod, which just came out on iTunes today. Of course, if you're on the Patreon, you get the episodes two days earlier. I usually try to get new episodes out on Saturday, and then uh, they go to the general public on Monday. Um, and again, I will be, I shot so much really, really fun footage from, I have a lot from the residency, I have a ton from the summit, and now that my computer is back in working order, I'm going to start actually this afternoon, um, editing together some new Behind the Foreskin mini-sodes, and those will also debut on the Patreon first. So if you want to see the video to go along with a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about on the last handful of episodes, be sure to go sign up. And I'd like to give the $1 supporters a big shout-out as a group. That's the green smoothie level. Start your day off right with a dripping green smoothie. You know that's what I love to do. That's going to get your mind right. That's going to get your gut right. That's going to have you shitting on the toilet and cleaning out your bowels ASAP. Once you drink that thing, be close to a bathroom because you got to drop the heat. You know, sometimes you just got to back it up and dump it. Um, and so we're moving on to that beef stew shout out level at $2 plus. You know we've got a lot of clients in here, we've got friends in here, we've got scouts in here, and we've got workshop alumni in here, like my man Alejandro Fuentes coming in with that beef stew pledge. Get yourself a big bowl of beef stew from the buffet and chow down, my friend. You have earned it. I know Alejandro's loving these fucking juicy Ghost Scout pods. Uh, whoa, whoa, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> oh, I just like had a hitch in my breath. Take my breath away. Uh, Jesse Kukukadani getting that beef stew shout out. The original $2 pledge member, never forget. Big shout out to Go Scout Butterflesh, aka Seth Bird. Uh, big shout out to the masturbator himself, the river, the, the brook masturbator, Velvet Dojo, a.k.a. Dalton Stark. Uh, we got a bowl of beef stew going out to Scott Higgins, a.k.a. 180 pounds. Big Beef Stew shout-out going to Gerard Jones. Big shout-out, Big Ghost Scout shout-out to my man Frogadile Dundee, a.k.a. Steve Winfield Meyer. Great to see him at the summit. 
Big shout-out to another Workshop alumni, Jesse Primo. Big Beef Stew shout-out going to Ryan Sims. You know every contribution is making this podcast possible. Big shout-out. Big shout-out. Next up, we've got the comics queen of Armenia herself. You know I'm talking about Shamaram. I know Shamaram's fucking loving these Ghost Scout pods. We hope that someday she will join the ranks of the Secret Society of Ghost Scouts because I know that Shamaram would fucking would slam dunk it up in the sports field. She would jump from half court and fucking slam dunk that shit and probably break the hoop. That's what kind of heat Shamaram brings to the table. Big beef stew shout out going to Michael Brancato. And you know, as always, these are vegan or non-vegan option beef stew bowls. You know, we bring options to the table here. We got everybody covered because you know we got mad love for all the vegans out there and all the non-vegans out there. We got a great contingent of Ghost Scout vegans. Big beef stew shout out going to Craig Bowers. Get that beef stew, buddy. We got a big honking bull going to Bark the Dog, B-A-R-C. Shout out to the homie Dusty Lupus. When Lerm left here, she drove down and made her first stop in New York City. Over in, over, I guess you would say Jersey to be exact, to spend the night with her Ghost Scout cousin, Bark the Dog, a.k.a. Dusty Lupus, a.k.a. Andrew Lansing, because we keep it tight in this Ghost Scout cult family. Uh, Speaking of cult members, we got Mr. Husband, a.k.a. Chris Murray. I know he brought that supercharged summit vibe back to California, back to L.A., and he's still high on that shit. We got a bowl of beef stew going out to Matt Bollinger. We got a big bowl going to my favorite name, my man Sam Bag. We got another Ghost Scout shout out to my man Michael Joran, aka Joran Thornton. Hitting that hitting that CrossFit gym looking svelte. We see that progress, Joran, and we love it. Getting fucking jacked. Talking about a bowl of beef stew going out to my man Chris Burke. Got a big beef stew going out to my fellow Adventure Time alumni, Jesse Moynihan. Go check him out on Patreon. I support my friends on Patreon, my favorite artists on Patreon, like Velvet Dojo, Dalton Stark. You know how we do it. If you love something, give it support. That's how it stays around. Don't go, oh, man, I love that thing. What happened to it? right? That's the best, most productive form of social media is these Patreons of the world, you know, out there supporting the better pursuits of the human species on this 
in this infinite multiverse. You know we're all creative animals out here. Big shout out to my best friend on the road. You know I'm talking about my man Kent Osborne. A.K.A. Ghost Scout Harvest Moon. Uh-oh, I skipped over the legend, stop-motion legend, Anthony Scott. Did I skip it or did I shout it out twice? I think just once. Big shout-out to Arguably Art. Big shout-out to Has Anybody Seen Him Lately? Ghost Scout Cheeky Bookie, a.k.a. Alexi Giroux. What do you think, Alexi? The last weekend in September, Mike Vance is coming to hang. Are you going to join him as well to make up for being absent all summer when you only live three hours away? Think about it. Big shout out. <laughs> Big shout out. No, I know Chicky Buki is mad busy. He's on that grind. He's at that desk. He's fucking bringing home the bacon and he's fucking making bacon and he's on that fucking wild animation fucking train going full speed. So big shout out to you, my friend. I know you're working hard, but I just want to see your beautiful body. Big shout out to Devin Newman. Oh, get a bowl of beef stew over to my man Bobby Morgan, please. A.K.A. the Nobby Wood Master of Nostalgia. Look for it. Big shout out to the mighty and powerful lady herself. It's Lermy, A.K.A. computer person. He's scaling something somewhere. You know we're talking about Shell Durkin, another Jersey resident. Big shout out to Hollywood Hunk, Mark Osborne. I'm about to reboot on Escape from Hat, his new animated feature for Netflix today. In an hour. Oh, my God. So excited for that. Can't wait to see his beautiful, beautiful, beautiful face. Uh, Big shout out to New Zealand. To my cousin, Sports Magic, a.k.a. Daniel Foothead. Big shout out. Oh, at that $3 level. To my Pratt homie, Raphael Tanghall. All right, now we're jumping into these uh, marinated steak tip shout-outs, you know? At that $5 level, we get out the marinated steak for you and throw it on the grill. That's the sizzling juices from those fucking meaty slices. Of course, vegan, non-vegan. Come on, guys. Um, And I know my girl from Puerto Rico is fucking drooling to eat one of these steak tips. I'm talking about Yvonne Santiago. Hope hope everything is well on your island. Uh, We got another marinated steak tip. Shout out for Johan Elverby. Coming straight out the fucking Lord of the Rings. 
We got another marinated steak tip shout out for perpetual output. We got a marinated steak tip sizzling on the grill with Skyler Bloom's name on it. You know we got another marinated steak tip shout out for William Inman. My girl from the workshop, Kayla Decoe. Uh, get yourself a steak tip the homie from the norway brewing company i know that eric amalhus appreciates that marinated steak tip lifestyle we got to get together soon we got to get together sooner Another $5 marinated steak tip shout-out going to Charlie Parisi. And last but not least for these marinated steak tip shout-outs, we've got Pablo Meiji, a.k.a. Young Wolf T. 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 And coming in with the first ever official Satan's Marinated Tube Steak. And y'all know what tube steak is. That's that dick meat. We got that Satan's Marinated Steak. Wait, that Satan's Marinated Tube Steak shout out. Going to my fellow Oyster River alumni, Zeta. And we got another Satan's marinated tube steak on the grill. And you know this is that vegan Satan's dick headed over towards the year six camp champion, Krognak, a.k.a. John Mansfield, a.k.a. Beard Lips. So there you go. If you want to show some love to the podcast, jump over to patreon.com slash ghostshrimp. Really appreciate it. And it will make it possible to keep ripping these podcasts. Uh, Once we hit a certain level, we will be getting them out every week because we're going to take it from a hobby to a jobby, you know. So go check it out. We have fun on the Patreon Um, and uh, you get early access to that juicy, juicy content. So uh, you know the deal. You got a week ahead of you here. You You always got the most important thing ahead of you, which is your future. You know, you gotta get in there and set some goals. You got to figure out a vision of who you want to be with your life. That's all we are ever fucking talking about here as creative animals in an infinite multiverse. We are jacked as fuck. The secret society of Ghost Scouts, the universal brotherhood, sisterhood, humanhood of cousindom throughout infinity. We are here chasing our goals, chasing our dreams, talking about it, loving life, Stepping into that dream world, crossing the threshold, cutting through the veil, peeling back the foreskin, you know, that's how we live it. And we want you to do the same thing. The reason this podcast exists is to inspire 
you to chase your destiny, to follow your dreams. So get out there, get that dry erase board. Don't just talk about it. You got to fucking be about it. You know, the reason we talk about it is because it's what we're living every fucking day, every fucking week. Um, and it's glorious and it's going to charge you up like nothing will before. If you are living based on other people's expectations, if your job is one that you wouldn't do for free, you need to quit it. Listen to Lerm. Listen to Lerm. These are important breakthroughs that she's made this summer that you can benefit from. You didn't go through the Ghost Scout residency this summer, but she did. And listen to the jewels and gems that she is dropping on you. You know, this is where you take her advice and you make sure that the thing you spend the most amount of your time on is the things that you're most passionate about because that's how you're going to discover really who you can be in this amazing, strange world that we are all living in here. You know, and the world is more crazy and more mixed up and more upside down and more backwards than ever. And that's why it's even more important to get out there and do your thing and to share it with others, inspire other people to do the same thing. That's the way that we bring this thing back on track. You know, we all have the opportunity every day we wake up and we decide what kind of life we're living, right? Destiny is like DNA. Some of it you already have in you, and the other part of it is what you fucking decide to do. Your actions matter. It makes a difference in your life, and your life makes a difference in other people's lives, and everybody's lives make a difference all together at the universal scale. You know, at the scale of this planet, at the scale of our collective shared human reality, our consciousness, our collective consciousness, all that shit. It is made every day, so don't Continue to push the things that you don't believe in. Make sure that you are out there doing what you think is the most amazing reality you could create. Trust me, if you are into this podcast, it's what you have to be doing. That's what you know you should be doing. Why else would you even listen to this shit? It's insane, right? Or is it? Or is it the most sane podcast on the internet, you know? So while you're out there being positive and productive, Make sure you're sharing it with people around you. Doesn't matter if they believe the same shit at you as you. Doesn't matter if they look like you, talk like you, are from the same place as you. I promise you, you have more in common than you have in conflict. So focus on that and make sure that you go out there and live that fucking passionate lifestyle. All right? I will, I will record another episode and get it up on the Patreon Saturday. And uh, you will hear from me then. All right. Peace.